420. What up, what up? What up, what up, everybody? Everybody. It's you don't have to rock your body at all, but you could if you wanted to. We What's can't up? even rock <laughs> like You're like, my bones hurt. <laughs> uh, my bones hurt so bad. Ain't body rocking right now. What's up, everybody? You're about to get highly educated with the Cannabis Closet Podcast with Can Queen. That's me and MJ. That's her. <laughs> This is an adult content show with no limitations on subject, language, or actions. Opinions, views, and expressions may or may not be that of the hosts, their guests, or their subsidiaries. We'll let you know. It'll be on our face, most likely. Um, what else? Please note that we are not medical physicians or attorneys, and any information shares based solely on our personal research and knowledge. Thanks for rolling up and showing up, and we hope you enjoy the show today. It is an off-the-cuff show today. We are... We are here. We have made it to the podcast. Um, we, she's been traveling and I've been lifting drinks and weights and we're tired. Tired. I think it's just, I, I saw a meme today. It was like one day you get tired and then it never ends. <laughs> it was like when I hit 30, I swear to God. It's like that moment where you're like, oh, I'm so tired. And then it just didn't stop being that way Megan I still don't know how we're saying saying her little name we're saying muggin we're saying muggin because that's what it looks like like she she's such a cutie little Bobby customs want to talk about vasectomies today so that's what today's show is about your stance should everyone get them every man required to get them yes absolutely at puberty you know because it's so easily reversed you know, yeah. I'd like for women. If we had control over men's bodies the way that we do over women's bodies, that would be a thing. It'd be a crazy thing. Maybe like if you can abort a child, if you can prevent a woman from aborting a child, then you can prevent a man from having one. Yeah, you should. We should be able to. I agree. I agree. Oh. <coughs> Also, rape should not have a statute of limitations, and also, it could it should come with a life sentence. 
or you get your ding dong cut off <laughs> or you get, you get uh what you call them castrated like Game of Thrones I, I, style. You know, maybe maybe they like maybe they would be less likely to touch someone if they knew that they were gonna fucking lose their willy if they knew they were gonna lose their nuts via rubber band would they stop being predators i don't know said i said via rubber band <laughs> yes you did wrap that shit up <laughs> you gotta watch them fall off they fall just off. fall off one day yep, <laughs> yep it's like not, like when your belly button falls off when all. you're a baby yeah <laughs> okay let's see <laughs> welcome to the show everybody this show is brought to you uh, today and every day by CQLLC. CQLLC is a cannabis consulting and education company. Uh, we are uh, registered, cert certified rather, uh, to conduct responsible vendor training in the state of Colorado. We can absolutely conduct responsible vendor training in all states, but um, Colorado has a certification for it and we have it. So give us a call 970-426-5985. If you need any type of training, it could be responsible vendor training for the cannabis industry. It could be hands-on training for your uh, staff so that they understand how to properly work with the general public and work your POS system and understand the rules and regulations they have to follow. Um, we can help you with your SOPs. We can help you with all kinds of stuff. So give us a call 970-426-5985. Uh, just a reminder, because May is not quite over yet. Uh, don't forget that it's National Masturbation Month. Please masturbate often. Take care of yourself. Take care of you. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes this is personal. Sometimes I masturbate even when I uh, don't need to. And when I say I don't need to, I mean, I have means to do other things. <coughs> I mean, <coughs> sometimes I just want to knock one out. And get on with my day and so i do and i don't include anybody else in that process is what i'm trying to say get it out get it out and move on it's just okay there ain't nothing wrong with it uh this show is brought to you today and every day by queen kitty seltzer queen kitty seltzer pop this kitty put it in your mouth uh no thc no sugar no sweeteners no yak in the back it's organic, organically grown hemp with uh, organic and botanical natural flavors. Uh, we're in several places all over the state of Colorado. And we now have a four pack. Four flavors. Four flavors. Four flavors. We have Lemon Kiss. We have Nearly Naked. That's that new label there that you're seeing. We have that Bubblegum Burst. And I don't know what this flavor is. What's the new flavor? You should go to our Instagram and guess. You should go to our Instagram. Look for this post right here. And give us a guess on what you think it's going to be. What's up, Cal? Give us a guess. Yeah, you can. Find out on June 15th. It's going to be really difficult for us to hold our tongues until June 15th. I know, especially now that um, we're getting things with our marketing with it. Yeah, our, really, our really merch. Super cute. And we want to show it off and we want to wear it. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and we have to wait. We're still looking for vendors for June fifteenth, so come on out and uh, vend with us. Give us a give us a holler. Solo.to slash Queen Kitty Seltzer uh, is where you can find all of our links and contact us. Queen Kitty LLP at gmail.com. 970-426-5985 is where you can reach us. If you want to just get a ticket, again, you can go to solo.to slash Queen Kitty Seltzer. That Eventbrite link is right at the top, so you can just click on that, get you a ticket, 
It'd be fun. It'd be a good time. Uh, lots of good food. Elijah tried. Good eats. Lots of good vendors. We're getting more. We're working on getting more. Ooh, we don't want to do that. You could also be a brand sponsor mm -hmm. or uh, and, and don't have to be at the event if you are unable to attend the event with the table. And you can still represent yourself and your brand by doing one of our brand ambassador or uh, logo sponsorships. Those are available too. And we're doing a waffle. Uh, you can win a Dab Reaper XL or a Dabatoke XL. $25 per entry uh, through our Venmo at Queen Kitty Seltzer. Enter as many times as you want to. It's $25 per entry. Put in the notes that it's for a waffle. For the waffle, entries must be received by June 14th, 2023. You do not have to be present to win. You must be 21 and up to enter. It's a waffle. It's a waffle. What kind I of waffle would you like? I didn't I didn't bring those two um, machines, but they're like right upstairs. We could get them. grab them. Um, so we show them off if we want to do that. And then what are we going to talk about today? Are we going to talk about? Are we going to do some headlines? Uh, you guys want some headlines? Headlines. <laughs> just, just saying. Uh, dogs over here enjoying the shit out of this bone. Like it's it's like the best thing she's ever had in her life. She's super enjoying it. Some so, I guess that's what we're gonna do. We're kind of flying off the cuff today with zero show notes. She just went to get the uh, the dab reapers. Uh, so this is the dabatoke. That's the dab reaper. This is the Dab Reaper XL. And so these things, I'm just going to take one of them. That one's just smaller, you know? I'm going to take one of them out. Oh, it's like... So, so, I listen, I checked this so you wouldn't have to. All right? Let's see if I remember how to do it. There's a lot of screwing and unscrewing happening here okay okay so that's not necessary <laughs> you don't have to put anything in this except batteries i think that's it okay so there's a piece that goes in here which i'm going to show you where is it oh here it is it's this piece right here and it does screw into here Lots of things that screw. I mean, I will say that when you can screw it in, it means it's going to have like a better hold or whatever. These batteries are rechargeable that come with them. And then basically you just, you just, uh, once the battery is all charged and in here or whatever, you just hold the button down and you dip it. It's a dip. It's a straw. Yeah, it's a straw. So, uh, so these are worth, I want to say, this one's 150 and the other one is like two something. So I don't know. The ones or this one's 250 and that one's anyways, that one's a little bit smaller. But they're both kind of have the same effect. And then Yeah, with that well, they have the sale going on right now, but typically they are $399 and $999 yeah. um, retail value for um for the different or for both of those. That's right. a, that's on the, the waffle flyer. Um 
So yeah. yeah, if you guys want to enter to win that, it's $25 an entry. Um, and once we meet our uh, purchase uh, amount or, you know, whatever in the raffle, then the raffles like a go kind of thing. So like we paid a certain amount for it. Uh, so when we raffle it, we'll collect that many at least tickets so that we at least, cause we don't want to lose money on it. Queen Kitty cannot afford that. So, um, that's happening at the event. We also have the guests, the flavor four pack, um, chance to win. And then we also have a scavenger hunt happening at the, at the event itself. So you would just have to visit all of the vendors in order to enter that one. That one's going to be, that one you do have to be present for, cause you have to actually be there to do the thing. So that's the event. It's on June 15th. We'll talk about it a little bit more, a little later. Uh, 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 I clicked on this. Did I not? Go no, to the okay. What the fuck is this? So I just open up high times and there's like a looks like a raw piece of chicken. A raw piece of chicken with sprinkles on it and a candle. It's the weirdest birthday. Who's that? It's the weirdo's birthday. Uh, hmm. okay. Okay, so I guess this guy goes by the weirdos. Or he is, maybe he writes a column or whatever. Yeah, new section. Anyways, it's his okay. birthday and there's a picture of a piece of chicken with candle in it. Okay, so over the past year, we've begun to tackle some of the biggest issues facing the industry and culture from the day. From THC percentage being bullshit to the sexism that still flourishes across our inclusive space. Um, I would say, and racism too. Uh, there have been uh, a lot of stakes thrown in the ground in this section already. And we've, so, so they're just going to expand it some more. I'm not going to read this whole article, but anyways, uh, just, they just talk about some weird shit at the high times. I mean, it's kind of like what we do, but, uh, but in, paper? but in print In print, not on paper. It's on paper. <laughs> it is absolutely on paper. So I'm just looking to see, because honestly, uh, this show is. It's a chill show. The weather's blur. The, 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 you look fabulous though. Like <laughs> I came down, I'm like, she's got her shoes. She got, she got shoes on. Yeah. With a heel. With a heel. Uh, I'm going to a networking event after this. So uh, somebody told me about it and told me to go check it out. So I'm going to go see what it's about and see like what kind of people show up to it and if it's even worth the dimes, you know? Is it a paid event? I did pay to go and I, and I got 50% off and it was still $25. Hi. She's just stepping on me. No. Um, but 
it's not just so a lot of the events that we go to are cannabis industry events and this one is not a cannabis industry event it's like other types of businesses and businesses that we might want to is it women driven or is it just uh mm -hmm. just open networking, open meet, networking. meet people yeah. that, that okay yeah, it's not women driven, it's business driven, I think. I, I think plants, but not just cannabis plants. Something okay. like that. What was it called? What's it called? Let's see. What's it called? <laughs> Is Tracy going or how did you no, know about this event? No, my friend Deepak told me about it. Okay. A friend of his from Cali, I think, is going to be there. So let's see. It's called Plant Medicine Leaders Connect in Person Mastermind Plus Networking. Okay. So, you know, there might be people there of interest for us. Yeah. I think also for CQLLC, mm -hmm. you know, like it, it sounds like right up more. Yeah. And then also... I love that that's how our, you know, all of this works, yeah. you know, with us and for us is that, you know, oh, we got all sides covered. Yeah. Yeah. So he sent that over. He was like, I think this would be a really good event for you. Um, and I've been like toying with it. I don't know him and Han about it. And finally I was like, you know, what time is it going to be? And he was, he was like, it's from like five to 10. And I was like, okay, I could go after the show. I could arrive a little bit late, but not too, too late. And yeah, so I'm going to, I'm going to do that after the show. I'm going to go see what that's all about. And I don't know if it's a consumption friendly kind of event either. So I'm not. Where's it at? Do you know? It's at a, let's look. It's and it's it's a group called the Inner Circle, which sounds like a cult to me. So pray for me, you guys. Oh no, it is a can it's a cannabis lounge. So it's probably gonna be consumption friendly. I mean when you say plant medicine, I mean I would assume they're talking at you like shroomies, cannabis, cannabis. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um and, and the other medicinal aspects. Um so yeah. Let's see. Join us for a few hours of networking and masterminding, 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 not mining, not mining, minding, minding, uh, with fellow executives, solopreneurs and plant medicine advocates connect in support of our collective mission. Uh, Inner Circle was founded to be supportive and accelerative networking environment for leaders in the plant medicine niche. As we push for decriminalization and descheduling, we discuss important topics like legally accepting payments in restricted industries, ethically advertising without restriction, funding and strategic growth planning, fostering community uh, amongst leaders of high integrity, there are no sales pitches, but about halfway through the evening, we will sit down to mastermind 
to introduce ourselves and to discuss any challenges or asks that are important to us. Light refreshments will be served. So that means I should bring a snack. Yes, or eat before you guys. Because light refreshments <laughs> is not my alley. Mm-mm. It is not. Uh, so, and then this is the person, I mean. Hold on. Uh, you know. You know, yeah, as to be expected. Mm -hmm. I would, yeah. So that's so I dressed like this <laughs> to go to that. I don't know. I just felt like I didn't want to look <clears throat> all buttoned up. I wanted to look fashionable, stand, yeah, stand and out. stand out in that way. Like I wanted to look like I'm not stuck up to talk to or whatever. That I'm just a, that I'm bringing a different vibe. Right. into the room. And so this dress, <laughs> this dress is, I ordered two emerald green dresses and I hated how this dress fit. I hated it. I put it on and it, and it like, and it comes up and it ties and it has like a bodice kind of situation, but it was kind of loose. I would have had to pin it. And, um, and I just, I just didn't like, it made me feel because look, it's it's like definitely this long, right? Um, as a dress, and so I was like, mm, no, let mm -hmm. me. And so I, I turned it around and I shoved the bodice part is in here, mm -hmm. but the strings are really long, so I just fucking wrapped them okay around and made it more punky mm -hmm. for a more punk look. I think it's working. Yeah, no, it looks great. And I was going to wear that thing, but also, again, I have to get some tape or something because it's, if I lean forward, I don't care. Y'all can see all my nipples. I don't give a fuck, but it's frowned upon or something in public. Everyone, <laughs> everyone has them, but God forbid if you see someone else's, unless you're especially, a man's. Especially if they're attached to a woman. I know, attached to a woman and fucking shit. can't do it can't do it so <laughs> not unless you're in the bedroom so yeah so i just and then and then i put this on because i i knew that this was going to be like the shape that i wanted so if we order merch will y'all autograph it <laughs> um if you uh if it's yeah yes we're not opposed to autographing things <laughs> it's weird but we're not opposed to it uh, the thing is, is that our merch currently with the, I'm looking at my, <laughs> I'm glad you are. Um, the merch, uh, like as far as like, aside from like the stickers and then the pins we're about to get, um, it's all like um, print to order. So when you order it, they print it, then they send it to you. So it does, I don't have it. She doesn't have it you know, in our possession right Unless now. Unless you want to order our new stickers or some cans, then we can autograph those. But also we're, um, we're about to order some t-shirts. Mm -hmm. So, but they're just going to be super simple t-shirts. There's nothing, they're, they're nothing, they're not going to be really anything like what we have online right now, but yes, we would absolutely autograph something for you. I mean, that sounds absurd to me, but I mean, uh, we've autographed a can before. We have autographed cans before. Yeah. At least, mm -hmm. yeah, at least once, once or twice. So, 
Uh, Bubblegum Burst is the one I remember. It was our first. It was our first run of our labels, um, and they asked us to to autograph it. So we, Bucky, yeah, yeah, we did. We did it. Uh, we do have a sticker pack. We're um, not launching uh, or announcing all of the stickers yet. I think they're over there. Um, but uh, we have a no yak in the back sticker. We have um, the new um, the new um, caricature art has uh, karma in it. And I'm wearing my C my my jacket, my CQ jacket in it. Uh, so we have a sticker of that. Uh, we have a pop this sticker and then we have a sticker that uh, highlights the new flavor as well. Um, so we would be happy to, to get that together for you. Also, uh, people have been asking more and more about ordering cases. You're welcome. Or ordering cans. You're welcome to order cans online. I would highly recommend ordering cases. Um, they're about $120 a case plus shipping, which is about $40. Um, I know that sounds a little pricey, but these are CBD drinks. They're not just regular waters. And we do have to, they're heavy to ship. So it's very, uh, the uh thank you um the uh thank you for believing in us on that level yes yes like like really like really because we believe that too um and and we don't say it all the time because we don't want to sound like pompous assholes but um we really do believe that we're gonna blow up and that people are gonna be like hey have like i feel like people are gonna come up to us and be like have you tried this queen kitty seltzer and we're gonna be like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i have <laughs> You know, so, um, so thank you for believing in us on that level. Yes. Um, all two of you that are watching. Right now. <laughs> um, but, uh, if you wanted to order, you could, uh, if you want to reach out to us and make an order, we can put one together for you. It doesn't have to be through our online platform, but you can go to queenkittyseltzer.com to make any orders for merchandise or cans. And I would, I would highly recommend doing a, a, a 24 pack um, just because the shipping is going to be worth, it's going to be worth more. You know what I'm saying? Like if you order less, I might have to charge you the same amount in shipping is what I'm saying. Yeah. And shipping so, doesn't change. Is it basically? Yeah, yeah. It, it's really, it Thank makes you. it worth it. Too. You inspire us. Y'all yeah. inspire <laughs> us. Yes. Yes. There we are days where we're like, we can't do this today. And then we're like, we have to do it today because y'all y'all make us want to be here up so. until a certain point we were still both sitting on the couch and what's up what's up you didn't miss anything we're, I... we're just chilling today i almost was like so. are we doing the show today like she i was, looked at my phone sleeping. and i was like i was watching bridgerton it was getting <laughs> fucking heated in there and i was like are they really gonna do this and they really did it and i was like they're not married and now her honor's been stolen. <laughs> oh my God. It's a beautiful, uh, listen, it's a little bit of soft porn. <clears throat> I'm not going to lie, but it's a beautiful season. Uh, season one was way more fiery. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's all. Um, I, I do. <laughs> and let me tell you something too. Let me tell you something, Shonda. Let me tell you something, Shonda. You're making everybody's, I know she's never going to fucking see this, but she's making everybody's fucking heads explode. How many times are you going to have interracial relationships on here? How many times? Every time. Every I time, fucking yeah. love it. I love it. So I started watching Bridgerton because I wanted to watch the queen. Oh, 
Okay. Good. All right. We'll have you on. You'll come tell us all about it. Um, I wanted to watch the queen. So I started watching Bridgerton because I feel like I needed to know what the fuck's going on. Oh my gosh. You're going to love the queen now like that. Cause it, it, there's so much you'll, it'll, this, it sets you up because they, they kind of go into the, the I'm past. so sad for her. Yeah. I'm yeah. so sad for her watching like, uh, I don't think I'm spoiling anything. Bridgerton has been out for a while. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 No people. They're already if on. You, if you haven't person. seen it, I'm sorry for you, but, um, mm. You might, you'll probably forget I said it. Um, but uh, the way she loves her husband through his tragedy. Oh yes, Can't, uh, George. Oh, uh, and it's a, it's oh. So it's, they're going to explain that I think in the Queen, right? Mm -hmm. They'll probably explain all the yeah, yeah. They get into it and and uh, um, what do you call it? Yeah, they kind of do the the back and forth, like present, past, present, past. Okay. It's, it's cool. It's fun. I was I was hesitant to watch it. Uh, and, I was like, another and... fucking English drama. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. But then I was like, I want to watch The Queen. That's really why I was watching this. I was like, I want to watch The Queen because it looked interesting to me. And uh... oh, no, we haven't discussed it yet. <sighs> We haven't discussed that yet. We haven't. I saw, you know, I just saw someone's post and I saw your post and then that's that. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> um, may she rest in power, uh, yes. Tina Turner, uh, one of the greatest to ever live. Um, one of the most powerful voices. Um, she, she triumphed through a lot of what women have to triumph through. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. she did it and she like made it her bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, um, she just went, she went out strong. She went out strong and I just, I loved her growing up. I loved, I loved listening to her growing up. Um, everybody knows what's love got to do with it, you know, but like that kind of, that kind of like, that was just one song of that many. was one of many and that and 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 that um that genre of music that that was in that played in my house all the time she was very popular in my house um and or at least with my mother and um and i just loved listening to her voice the raspy the she just was what a beautiful human being <laughs> You don't think so? You don't think we have any talent coming up, uh, strong female talent? I don't know if we have anybody comparable to Tina Turner type uh, voices. I I am not the person to ask on that because I don't follow. She's falling current, asleep at a concert um... before you guys. I'm serious. <laughs> uh, I think. Um, no, I, I don't listen. I, you know, I listen to a lot of like more hip hop and rap now. So like more rap, I would say now when I listen um, to like powerful females, there there's a lot of the, a lot of like powerful females right. in the rap game right now, like right. saying powerful things, not necessarily like like, you know, oh, you know, she's the, but like saying powerful things that need to be said, you know right. what I'm saying? Like. 
I think that it also it's a, the industry thing. I think that there's not that there's a lack of um, powerful or strong voices. It's just that uh, the, the the talent, the natural talent isn't being seen because of, you know, everything being honed in on, you know, or or the different sides of the industry that we don't see. Um, well, like <laughs> you got to find new music on TikTok now. You can't just come across. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's, it's on TikTok. Like, that's where I find like a lot of the music that I have like in some of my playlists are like oh this is a tiktok banger you know yeah like where you TikTok. it has a good hook and then uh, mm-hmm. you go to the rest of the song and it's actually pretty 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 awesome you're following a, you've introduced me to a couple people that yeah like uh i listened to well this is not a female but i listened to this guy named anise um and he's got a pretty powerful voice and then he's got this message you know this like love yourself message so it's like all of it and then i also listened to russ mm-hmm. And then I listen to a lot of like female rappers, I would say. Um, Pink is good. I was just listening to her while I was getting ready. She's good. Um, but I wouldn't vocally, I wouldn't compare her to Tina Turner for sure. So I'm trying to think like who. Maybe I would need to know songs. Sometimes I don't remember artists as much as I remember the songs. Um, so I don't know. What about this? Um, what is her name? Hallie. What's her name? On the, the new little mermaid girl. Did you say um, queen Latina? I know. Do you I mean was queen like Latifah? queen Latifah. Yes. I yes. am a big queen Latifah fan. Yes. Um, Oh, yes. Yes. <clears throat> but they will never. Yeah, there will never be. They will never. I, I yeah, some be. people just come in and make their impact. And then, you know, you get comparables after that. Queen Latifah is absolutely gorgeous. You know, I was saying the other day, I was talking to somebody about J-Lo the other day. And I was like, I don't think I liked J-Lo as an actress in the 90s. Like, I don't think, I think I was like, stick to music, bitch. She's in a new movie on Netflix. But now yeah. she's doing all these great movies because he was like, well, what about this movie? What about this movie? And I was like, she yeah, those are good one. movies. But I'm talking about like those rom-coms, those Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, loved, I always loved her did. in those too. Anyway, and I was like, I, nah, I, I, didn't I, lo- I didn't love when she was doing that. I love the cheesiness of it. It was great. No, I hated it. I hated that she was doing that. But her new movies are better. She's a better, better actress in those movies. She's doing a, she's kicking ass in this last But one. I've always loved Queen Latifah showing up in a movie. <laughs> I would like, I would like watch Queen Latifah in a movie. I don't care how stupid the movie is. <laughs> so funny. I love Queen Latifah also. But yeah, I don't know. I can't think, what is the new Little Mermaid? What is her name? Doesn't she have a powerhouse voice? I think so. I don't know. I'd have to Google. Hallie. Her name is Hallie. Haley. Haley. H-A-L-L-E. Her name is Hallie. Oh, excuse me. Hallie Bailey. That's Hallie Bailey. Oh, Bailey. Hallie Bailey. Okay. Not Barry. (laughs) Not to be confused. Not to be confused with our Hallie. Hallie with a voice. So, 
Although I think Halle Berry, baby, you know, she can sing for acting. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> Listen, Halle Berry was in John Wick three as a 50 year old woman breaking shit down and listen you want to talk about inspiration i am inspired i'm in the gym every day thinking about her abs 30 minutes of cardio every day every day 30 minutes of cardio and then at least 30 minutes of something else i've been known recently to spend two plus hours at the gym just working shit out. Some will say it's a waste of my energy and space, but sometimes you got to work it out. Hey, and it's, it's just like therapy. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's, helped me, it's helped me work through a lot of shit. It's necessary. It gets the it gets the things moving inside your body too to help work process. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I've been processing like, a lot of shit. I've been processing a lot that I need to like move barriers out of my way. And I've been processing how I'm supposed to do that. <laughs> you about to get uncomfortable. He says, stop talking about my crushes or I'm about to get uncomfortable in here. I'm just, I mean, <laughs> so, um, anything in the news that we want to talk about today? Oh, that's what I was just getting ready to do. I was like, I'm, I was Googling and then also. I didn't really you know. see. I'm so, so, that was the ugly face I made. I'm so sorry for yawning. <laughs> that was the ugliest face I ever made. I saw it. I saw it. You saw it. <laughs> Don't screenshot that. Um. I didn't see anything on there. Pennsylvania House members introduce a bill to protect medical cannabis users from DUI. That's in Pennsylvania. It's like that oh, Alicia Keys. But she's off. also our age. She's like an old millennial at least if she's not a Gen X. Yeah, she's maybe in the late 30s. Yeah, 30s. yeah. She's, she's at least an old millennial. Y'all are old as fuck now. You just hit 40? How's it feel? 42? <laughs> Does your back hurt? Listen, my back's hurt since my, my since I was a teenager. Since my 20s, so dude. Imagine. I was in the military in my 20s. Yeah. I was in the military in my 20s, and I had to, like, all of the gear that I had to wear was made for men. And I'm, and I'm a small woman. Cannabis Guide to Inject Wires. What the fuck is that? Click on that. The Cannabis Guide to Injectables. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Okay, so we're talking like injectables? They're putting... Okay. Here's a hard truth. No matter how much CBD is in a beauty product, no topical can replicate the same results as fillers or injectables, also known as Botox and fillers. You're Gen X. 48? <laughs> We're Gen X. We don't care about shit. You're older than me? <laughs> well, because Michelle and I are the same age. So I thought you were the same. Um, I don't know why I keep yawning. Stop. <laughs> what is that? Breathe in. You need some oxygen. <clears throat> 
While many cannabis users embrace signs of aging and effortlessly transforms into beautiful crones as they get older, some of us, such as myself, are vain. Uh, we enjoy that through technologies such as injectables. We can look better in our 30s than in our 20s. And while topicals such as eye creams, including those with CBD, offer valuable moisture, which is which is helpful. That's at the top of the battle. Um, I'm going to say when you're done reading this. <laughs> uh, and even anti-inflammatory properties. Just to be blunt about it, if you want to get rid of wrinkles or add volume to your face, naturally lost to age, you need injectables. Um, okay, so she's just talking. I about thought that. they were like, yeah, I was like, I was is like, there's no. something new. No, we ain't um, doing that. <laughs> you know, I, I have um, a doctor that I worked with that does the IV therapies, and 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 um, I had another friend talking about they, they were, were talking trying about to do shooting up THC. And well, in Canada, they do. I think they are doing IV therapy, but that's with like a cannabis. drip therapy. That's right. like drip therapy. That's like or, a, but not. Yeah. Fillers. So what I thought that they said they, they were saying was that, that we were going to be like fucking do like we were fucking meth heads or something. Yeah, is that's that a meth? Exactly. Is that meth? I don't know. No. Fuck, I don't know drugs that inject. I don't. I don't either. But I want to say that that point that they made about the lotions, it's so fucking true. So if you've been watching for a while, many of you already know that I actually I do get Botox. Um, I get Botox because um, I got a filler right here in my forehead uh many years ago many many years ago probably five or six years ago now got a filler and there was a dent in my forehead i look i was an angry child it's just it's what it is there's a dent in my forehead and it made me feel really uncomfortable because i'm a public speaker and so i didn't want to look unapproachable i didn't want to look like this all the time this is what i look like all the time this is all the time <laughs> all the time <laughs> So I got the filler, which was expensive as fuck, but I got it. It made me feel better. It made me feel more approachable in my class and everything. But in order for the filler to maintain, I do have to get Botox. I have to keep, I have to keep it like, at least, especially around here, I have to keep it kind of taught you know whatever right i don't have to get it often i i get i get it actually less often than they recommend i think they recommend every like three months and i go four to five right months and so that's why i get it but i will also say this that um a couple months ago i started a new routine with my face and so i started being more diligent about my my skincare routine and i have noticed a like a, a, a noticeable difference with the, like the bags under my eyes and the, the, like how my skin looks. Mm -hmm. It's, it's so much more noticeable. And I, I do, I use, I use a collagen, I use a retinol and then I use lotion. I make sure that there's a sunscreen on my face. Um, and you know, I, I wash my face every day. I, use the little like every once in a while i'll use one of those patches or whatever not the blackhead ones but i found these ones by hero they're um the ones that that kind of like go over like a little zit well they made a whole thing for your nose and you sleep okay. in it overnight and they're like okay anyways so and i love that brand so i got that so anyways i do these things and it's actually made my skin look overall younger of course you know drink water um, lay off the alcohol and soda, those things, those are harder, 
but like really a good skincare routine is kind of everything. It's everything. Yeah. So I'm not saying I wouldn't get Botox had I, like, I'm not saying I wouldn't have needed it. I didn't need Botox. I needed a filler. And that's what I needed. Right. Because I got Botox and it didn't work to, to, you know, it obviously whatever works for what it works for. But the, that's it didn't work for what I needed it work for. So, like, I got a filler. And then when <laughs> I invited my friend out here to go see a concert with me last year. And uh, we were, we went to this restaurant and we were leaving this restaurant. And we saw these two people that had had so much plastic surgery. They looked plastic. They looked, they looked sucked in like the lips were really big and the the cheeks were like up and sucked in it was a man and a woman too his eyebrows were like way up here on his head had that weird pasty and it made me think about body dysmorphia actually and how people see themselves in the mirror Mm -hmm. like how do you not look in the mirror how do you not look in the mirror and go that's too much you know what i'm saying uh that's that's the like that's how do you not, mental game right right that's too much like my lips are bigger than the rest of my face that's too much my 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 cheeks down here are sunken so far in it looks like i haven't eaten in weeks that's too much I and mean, she was like super skinny but her tits were huge yeah those were and she was like helped along dark she was like dark she's white okay but she was dark and, yeah and I was like, whoa. We were both like, whoa. <laughs> and I go, I go, I mean, I get a little bit of Botox, but that, that's too much. And, I, and we've had the conversations. My estheticians had the conversation with me. Like, do you want to do like your crow's feet? Do you want to like, do you want to do the bags on your, do you want to do blah, 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 blah? No, I want to do none of this. This, these laugh lines, these laugh lines are the most beautiful thing on my face. Like I, I love, I have, I have new dimples now that I'm getting older and I love my crow's feet. Yeah. I love them. I think they give me character, but it was the dent in my forehead that I could not abide. That was, that was the line. That was the line that I was drawing. <laughs> so that article was just basically saying, um, it, you know, it's products that are telling you that CBD is going to bring you these benefits like diet, water, um supplements um whatever else cbd um are going to help but uh you know if you want you know if you're going to utilize filler you know so don't buy don't don't buy the hype that cbd is going to make you look young um it is beneficial in its ways but it's not going to do everything without additional things it's part of a whole program holistic program holistic i don't know if botox could be considered holistic it's like botulism right I mean, that's what they're, that's what they're in debt. That, that's what it is. Um, but I mean, it's natural that you're, I guess, more better than, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's not an implant. It's not an implant. Um, I will say this though. Uh, it's and not I'm, vegan though. And I've always said this, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to anybody who's gone through this situation, but I've always, because, um, a trigger warning, everybody, because, um, different types of cancers run in my family and breast cancer happens to be one of those types of cancer. I've always really thought about this. And, um, 
And so I've always said that I would never um, really look into enhancement for myself. I'm a small woman. I'm happy being a small woman. This makes me this this listen, this thrills me to death. Okay, because my back already hurts and I, I don't need more. I don't you're like and I'm like, I'm all about the no bra summer. So if you're listening and you're <laughs> underage right now and your your parents are let you listen or you're sneak listening to us or whatever the fuck you're doing right now. And you're a small statured woman. Listen, love the body that you're in yep. because it doesn't matter. You're worthy of love and your body isn't going to make a difference on that. Like if, if somebody loves you just for your body, they don't love you. OK, so. So and, and, and there are different people out in this world that want different things in a partner, both physically, mentally, emotionally, et cetera. So um, so don't hate the body that you're in. Love it. And, and I wish I had learned that as a child because I was very self-conscious. I was very small boobs. You know, mm -hmm. I had always had like a, a chunky butt, a chunky butt, <laughs> chunky <laughs> a chunky butt. I've always had a chunky butt, but I've always had small boobs. And so I always felt really self-conscious about it. But as an adult, if, if it so happened, the unfortunate event in the unfortunate event that I um, develop a breast cancer that I cannot go into remission from, I will whack these bitches right the fuck off and put some replacement boobies in them. Yep. I really would. And that's the only circumstances under which I would do that, but I would really do it. Um, mostly y'all don't want to do that. No. Okay. Cause I'm going to tell you something that everybody needs to know. If you don't already know, and ladies back me up on this. Your nipples are some of the most sensitive area in your body. And I don't want to lose that for any reason. And if you get reconstructive surgery, on your breasticles, you lose, you get nerve damage on your nipples. And then that means that that part isn't as arousing. Yeah. They, yeah, they, yeah, no. And I want to put my titties all up in his face. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want to do that, but if I had to do that, rest assured, we'd be fine. It's a, yeah, it's a hard choice. It's a, a, or a decision for some and then others. Yeah. Angelina Jolie did it before she even got breast cancer. Yeah. Because, because, she, took because the test and she was susceptible, susceptible, her mm -hmm. family and it was a family thing and she had that test. Yeah. So, I mean, um, teach their own. I support your decision to do whatever it is that you choose to do to your body, with your body, with your body to your body, to your, for body your body, for yourself. Um, another High Times article, this one uh, says, studies suggest CBD could help preserve fruit. This is by Thomas Edward. Um, so research found that strawberries treated with CBD suffered less decay. What? Listen, strawberries are my nemesis. I love them. And they go fucking moldy like that. Mm. That and bananas. Fuck, fuck both y'all. You know what? So what I do is I keep them for a certain cycle and then they go into the freezer and that's hot. And banana I, bread. You know, and banana bread. Yep. That's um, what I got to do with those. Up there. So it's been touted for its ability to treat pain and anxiety and it's found in everything from soda to soap. But could CBD water also help too, and extend water. and water? Um, but could a CBD also help extend the shelf life of certain foods? Um a new research suggests it's possible. Um, this study was published uh, in ACS Applied Materials and Interfaces. 
Um, it examined the differences in strawberries that received a treatment of CBD and those that did not. Uh -huh. um, CBD has been shown to have antioxidant and antibacterial effects. The investigation into CBD's potential as an antioxidant and antibacterial agent, meanwhile, is still in its in initial stages. Um, the study goals were to prepare encapsulated cannabidiol isolate, uh, ECBDI is what they're calling that, uh, evaluate the effect of ECBDI edible active coatings on the physio <laughs> physiochemical properties of strawberries and determine whether CBD and sodium alginate coatings could be used as a post-harvest treatment to promote antioxidation and antimicrobial activity and prolong the strawberry shelf life. So that would take care of all the issues that you hate about your strawberry nemesis, the mold and the, and the, you know, what the other thing is that I'm scared to eat strawberries all the time because like last year there were like a bunch of different stories, recalls, recalls where people were getting sick from eating their strawberries. It's got to wash everything. You got to wash it. And, and yeah, I guess I no, not, I guess is definitely, definitely wash it, but definitely um, what you got to do. Um, so it just kind of, it continues on, um, says the well-designed edible coating on the strawberry surface was achieved using an ECBDI nanoparticles in combination, um, with uh, a sodium alginate polysaccharide based solution. And the strawberries were examined for their visual appearance and quality parameters. Um, in the results, a significantly delayed deterioration was observed in terms of weight loss, total acidity, pH, microbial activity, and antioxidant activity for coated strawberries compared to the control. This study demonstrates the capability of ECBDI nanoparticles as an efficient active food coating agent. So not the wax stuff that they put on, you know, uh, like apples and stuff to keep those all pretty, um, something a little more natural. Hmm. Could you eat it? I, I would assume if you're spraying it on it, that it would then be able to, okay, let's see what it says. Um, According to the outlet, the research team combined CBD isolate with biodegradable polymers, which are used in drug delivery to make nanoparticles measuring 400 nanometers wide. These are, were then mixed with water and the food added of sodium alginate. The researchers dipped the strawberries into the solution, um, and then, which turns the coating into a gel. Well, I'm sorry, what? I know, followed a set there. It's a process. So to test I'm the coating's preservation abilities, the team placed and treated untreated strawberries into open plastic containers and kept them at fridge temperature for several weeks. The CBD strawberries decayed far less over 15 days than those left uncoated, keeping their color and retaining their weight for far longer. See, okay, pause for a minute, because far less is not a scientific terminology. I want to know how much less. <coughs> I know, right? I want to know. Can we get pictures? Um, how many days longer did the strawberries last that were CBD coated than the ones that were just wax coated? That's what I want to know. I know it doesn't say that in there, I don't think. I don't think it. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just skipping ahead. It, it just keeps talking about the same process in different ways. Um they said the results from their study showed the oil is effective, maintain, blah, blah, blah. um, compare, oh, 
above the minimum threshold of a visual rating score of three compared to the fruit that was not treated. That doesn't mean crap to me. I mean, um, yeah, explain <laughs> it in layman's terms. Uh, That's what I'm saying. This is how I teach too. I will explain like, okay, here's what science says. And what that means is that's how you explain it to somebody. Not everybody is science minded. Like what, what are you talking about? Tell me what, tell me what the science says. Um, All right. Excuse so. me. Is that, oh, I, anyways, <laughs> boy. All right. So well, <laughs> the, the different things that we're doing with, uh, with, with cannabinoids and, um, you know, we got invited to Jamaica. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not, but I hope it is. Hey, you know, we can, uh, we, we've sat down and had other conversations before and, and now we have a drink line. So <laughs> she's got a point. <laughs> Four flavors. Um, let's see. Uh, there's a women's wellness brand called Whole Leaf, tapping into the healing powers of hemp, backed by science. Um, positive cannabis drug tests in the workplace at the highest in 25 years. Stop That's, testing for cannabis. I know. Just stop it. Unless you're just trying to, you know, really get monitor those numbers. Um, Costa Rica grants first medical cannabis cultivation license. Let's go to Costa Rica. Let's go to Costa Rica. They wear bikinis to work or something. I don't know. I feel like. I feel. Like, I don't think you work. Oh, that's about Costa Rica. You 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 got something to support <laughs> the. Like not, at least you don't work when you're there. You work like this. You work like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Laid back in the sun, next to the water. Um, this is also High Times. Uh, this one's by Keegan Williams. Um, just over a year after legalizing hemp and medical, um, Costa Rica's Minister of Agriculture and Livestock, Victor Carvajal, signed a resolution to grant authorization to Azul Wellness SA to cultivate and process medical cannabis. Well, that's something. Um, it marks the first medical cannabis license granted in the Central American country. It's Costa Rican owned and backed by the family of Jose Alvaro Jenkins and president of the Costa Rican Union of Chambers and Associations of the Private Business Sector. Okay. okay. I don't know what that means. Oh, like, so he, it's owned by this family and he is the president of some kind of chamber and association. That's what I'm reading. Um <laughs> Uh, they have planned to establish a hundred square meter production. Let's see what's going on. According to the firm also partnered with a U.S. private equity firm, Merida Capital Holdings, which specializes in medical cannabis. According to the Times, the collaboration is meant to help Azul cultivate two varieties of psychoactive cannabis to start, uh, with a focus on exporting the produced material. Um. While Azul received the first medical cannabis license, Carvajal has issued eight authorizations for hemp cultivation. There are still two applications for hemp cultivation and processing and one medical cannabis license under evaluation. Okay. 
Everybody, we're moving to Costa Rica. I know. I was like, why so? Is it it's very limited? And it's the, the Costa Rican government controls the cannabis industry, including granting permits related to industrial hemp and medical cannabis under regulation of the Ministry of Health and the Minister of Agriculture and Livestock. So it's all specifically controlled. Like there is no, um, you get a chance in the Costa Rican market. Right. Yeah, it's super government only um yeah so check that uh we'll, we'll post these I'll, I'll try to go back and um put these in our show the show notes and and post them so we'll still have show notes even though we're not following any <laughs> we, not at all not at all we're just clicking i also have not forgotten i will post an instagram and tag jay with last week's would you rathers I've just been extremely up to my fucking top of my head with things, with things, with with life and with things, but I'm better for taking care of them. So what is that? The cold cure, the cold cure freezer dryer technology is helping up to speed up the drying and curing process. What do we think? What do we think, y'all? How do you feel about free? I mean, freeze-dried candy is fucking fabulous. Also, <laughs> also fla- like the flash freeze of cannabis. Um, let's see. It's how we get some of our products. Oh, there we go. It is 420 on the West Coast. Holla, holla. Happy 420. Happy 420. Get lifted. Here you go. Um, developers are in the middle of a race to see how they can apply freezer dry, freeze dryer technology to dry and cure weed faster, taking a process that, yeah, because then maybe they could actually let the weed grow longer uh, to actually uh, get all the things that it needs to, you know, grow and, and develop before they knock it down just because it has a butt on it. But, um, uh, and then don't let it cure. Because if we were more concerned about the product we were putting out, as opposed to the profit we were going to make from it, we would let it, we would let it flower to fruition. Right. Right. Or play it properly. So there's always a rotation. Is that a novel concept? What? Shocked. What? You guys need a cultivator (laughs) that is well adept to do that and knows the timing and all of that. Like as an expert, you call me, and I'll put you in contact. Yeah, we, we know people. We know people that know how to do those things. We know people that know how to do those things. And really well. because We know people who know how to run your systems. We know people that know how to do your environmental stuff. We know people that know integrated pest management. We know people that know that stuff. Like really well. Like better than you do. Um. Developers are in the middle of a rate. Oh, I said that. Uh, drying cannabis after it's harvested removes the moisture from the flowers. All for for the, the people that don't know, so they can be properly smoked or vaporized, and typically takes anywhere from ten to fourteen days. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the dry process does take about that. Yes. Um, but I mean, you want to make sure that you're curing um, over at least thirty days plus, um, and that just means the that you oh, want okay. to 
like release the um, old air. Basically, this is very late lay terminology, but you want to release the old air and circulate it and get some new in there. You know, yeah. basically so, every so, day. So they did go on to say that after that, the the flowers are cured a week to a month process removes additional moisture, helps prefer the bud and retain their flavor and potency. So with freezing dry technology, what would once take weeks can be done in a day. What? What's the quality on this? What's the low, like how I would like a test of the, the, what, what is the it too properties dry? are before and what they are after. Yeah, is it like, sometimes I know because it gets really super crispy yeah. when you get freeze dry. Like, I don't know. I mean, Colorado cannabis is already. Can you can you control the amount of freeze drying? Because like, oh, uh, yeah. typical drying and Simple curing questions. involves hang dried buds, mason jars, burping, a whole array of commercial blah blah blah. Um, but freeze dry they technology not, is changing things fast. They not doing mason jars and cultivation centers, you guys. That's that's a lot of work. That's, <laughs> that's how people present. Not not uh, not cure. I mean, if it's sitting in a jar. And, and it's not moving, then I guess it's curing as long as it's sitting in a jar. Um, does the process really work? Is the bud any good? Will more cannabis companies look to adopt this technology in the future? Uh, High Times checked in with experts on this relatively new method for drying and curing. There are an array of differences in the tools. We should get Michelle back on and talk to yeah. her about this as well. Um, yeah. Uh, I was just thinking that while you were saying <laughs> There are an array of differences in tools that can be used to dry, freeze, dry, cure, or prepare for curing. Um, they're just talking I'm about suspicious. The I know. Uh, this, they're not saying how it's done yet. They're talking about uh, hand trimming versus machine trimming. What, let's see. We're talking about production references and how typically things are done. Um, it's always being changed, right? Some people are like, oh, it used to just all be hand trimmed before. And then all of a sudden the machines came out and, and, uh, and whether that's better or not because of, uh, what it does to the flower. And, uh, and again, those, those, uh, cannabinoids and flavonoids. Yeah. 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 Like when like you freeze that, dry that, it, yeah, okay, cause like, when you, when you flash freeze or when you freeze the can, like it, like those, like those compounds are are like super fragile, so like they could break, they could just break off. And if you freeze dry something, you're saying it's to avoid mold. Let's see. I mean, I feel that. I feel what they're saying, but like, is that because you just don't know how to properly do? You know what I'm saying? Like you're getting too many. You're getting too many. What is that? That's an advertisement, but that's fucking weird. It is. Right. And I was looking at this one um, and trying to read this. Obviously, that's not happening um, here. The technology behind freeze drying. Um, sorry. I just don't know. Enough uh, about it, I guess traditional freeze dryers work with cannabis by freezing the flower, then often reducing the pressure and applying heat to allow the frozen water in the bud to change directly to a vapor. I sublimate. With this in mind, each company provides different processes. You basically start with your material, slightly frozen, and then put under a vacuum. And basic 
basically sublimation occurs. This is from the Wave CEO, Dan Berlin. The ice goes straight to vapor. It skims over the water phase and we slowly raise the temperature through the process and gently remove water. And we're trying to leave the flour at about 11 to 12% moisture when we pull it out. Unlike traditional freeze drying, when you go and take all the water out when you have freeze dried berries or things like that. With cannabis, we're trying to effectively cure it so that you don't have to go through the whole drying and curing phase. Um, but, go ahead. Question? They're saying they're gonna dry it and cure it? Well, they're saying that, they're, that's what the, yes, they're gonna, they're, they're going to remove the water but not all of it. Um, so the cure is happening because you're like, it's like air circulation, right? So they just, okay, here it says, uh, we're, we're trying to educate the public on the difference of freeze drying versus cryo curing because Please. both utilize a freezer freeze dryer, but the final results, results could be more different. This is from cryo cure CEO, Tracy McAfee says explaining that the system keeps more trichomes and terpenes intact than traditional freeze drying. So they're not taking, they're not thinking like when we think berries, like the dry freeze dried berries and those are like chunks of dried, you know. Okay. Fruit. But here's my thing. Here's okay. Here's my thing. Here's. It's like a, I mean, I hate to compare it to alcohol, but it's like a fine wine, right? And over time it gets better. So we were just talking about that poison princess the other day. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it took me like a couple, three months to get a, a full cure on that. Cause you could do a 60 day cure and you're fine. It's fine. Tastes all right. You know, it was okay. And I was like, I don't love it. And I put it away. I actually fucking put it the fuck away. And then I was running low on everything else. And so I came back to it. And when I came back to it, I was like, what the terpenes had like fucking just it gone crazy in there and um i just i don't understand how you would get that faster yeah i mean and it it it, it doesn't I, I if mean, somebody I'm could sure. come on this show and explain it to me i will listen to what you have to say but I'm trying to understand how you could get it faster. It's kind of like, you know, when you talk to like, uh, like a, like an old school, like, uh, like Italian mom or like Mexican mom or like, you know, like somebody like puts fucking spice and heart into their food. <laughs> like, right. And, and then, and then, and then, you know, like sauces take hours and sometimes days. Okay. Here's a, make. here's a picture of the difference between. Which one's, this one is regular dry and this one's freeze dry? Yep. I mean, I will say that the freeze dry one does look healthier and more like abundant. They're the same plant? I feel like it's trimmed differently too. I though. also do think I, that. It's like, is this from the same plant, but done in the two different methods? And how are these trimmed? One, one looks, looks darker very... and drier and the other looks... And um, is it the same uh, cultivar? Because this right. has a lot of orange. That has a lot of orange hairs. Yeah. And this one has a lot of purple and minimal. Correct. Um, this says it doesn't say, but th they're they're wanting you to assume it came from the same plant. Uh, yeah. 
Um, it says, uh, while the size of the buds stay the same, some say that the texture is slightly different. The freeze-dried flower can range from a light popcorn texture and weight to being almost indistinguishable, indistinguishable from hang-dried cannabis. The flower's quality depends on which machine and process you decide to use. And which trimmer you decide mm -hmm. to use. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Typical freeze-drying will eventually produce a flower that has a look and feels like popcorn and will crumble. With okay, that, the well, damage comes the horrible issue of losing the amount of terpenoids through the cold boil process produced by the combo of vacuum and temperature. Um, so that's just typical, like, right. freeze-dry. That's just, like, the typical... Um, and so there are these other companies are acknowledging that. And so they're saying they're doing these different techniques or their machines are doing things differently um, to appeal to extraction artists. Um, and, uh, you know, and I like they call them artists. They are artists. Yeah, they do. Um, if they do it well, because the texture of the original flower does not matter so much. Um we have some folks using the equipment for bubble hash in the extraction business. Uh, and that's always interesting because the benefit will bring in is completely different from what has happened in the past. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, the, you know, I, I think they're all just testing it. I don't know if anyone's come up. Yeah. Maybe it's all just in the testing phase. Uh, it's just very, <clears throat> very interesting. And I, I don't know. I just feel like there's, there's going, so there, you, you guys see the shift that is happening in cannabis. There's going to be this shift that happens. And then there's going to be people who stick to that, like old school feeling, like we're going to cure it over months. We're going to like grow it this certain way. We're not going to like put, we're not going to put machines to work. We're going to put people to work, right? You're going to have those old school and then you're going to have soybean farmers who want to come in and do our jobs, uh, but they want to employ machines and not people. So, uh, I mean, you can choose your cannabis. I've always said that when we see the full, like when we see the full potential of what cannabis legalization is going to look like, you're going to be able to like buy it in places like um, that have testing that are, that are, that are you can you already see it with the, the differences in dispensaries even that have that everybody has to test in dispensaries but you're gonna see it in those spaces uh where it's kind of like a walmart kind of situation get in get out move on and then you're gonna have boutique and then you're gonna have like you know medicinal type even though in a lot of spaces the medical market's probably going to be phased out they're still going to treat it that way you're still you're going to have some of those spaces but i think um that overall when the whole full potential of cannabis legalization is realized which may be well beyond my lifetime um that you'll find it in farmers markets and you'll find it you know at the gas station and you'll find it at the and you already are you right you got gas station weed you know what i'm talking about mm -hmm. and you already you know so you already are seeing kind of that but i'm talking about you could go buy you a bundle of flowers take it home with you right and it could be yeah. from walmart or Just it could like be from from your local natural grocer or it could be from your farmer's market or you could grow your own tomatoes right um, and so I think that's, that's where it's going to eventually end up and not, 
anytime soon. I mean, we have to get, <laughs> we have to back out of Gilead before we can fucking do that. But when the full potential of cannabis legalization is realized, that's, that's where I think that's where it's going to end up. Oh, so. It would be nice if they would use it for the powers of good and, <laughs> and you if know. we could uh, really control it, uh, you know, in the way, in the direction that, you know, um, benefits. Uh, I mean, you see it that way with, uh, you know, I kind of compare it to tomatoes a lot, but you also see like when we talk about what's legal and what's not legal, you see it with beer and alcohol, right? So you got like people can brew it at home now. Um, you got um, little mini breweries or whatever, and then you got the big boys going, you know, you got PBR and you got Coors and you got, you know, I don't know, I don't know beers, but you know what I'm saying? You got all these different uh, levels of quality of a beer and a beer connoisseur, somebody who enjoys the taste and the flavor of beer is not drinking PBR, right? Right. But somebody who just wants to drink beer to drink beer, they're drinking PBR. And so that's where cannabis, I, I, I already, you can already see it happening, but it's going to happen on like such a bigger, more natural, everybody has it kind of scale. I don't know. I, I think, I feel like uh, to your point of um, when we let it cure naturally and knowing what develops over time uh, with that process um, and, and why it does what it does over time. Right. Um, even just looking at it under a microscope, I'd like to see this under a microscope of what that product looks like Boils before it. you're putting it in there. Have the, has the, has it, has it even you met know, its full potential right. yet before you freeze dry it? And then it only takes 24 hours. So then that's, uh, you know, takes the time yeah, off then, weird. but you know, and, and I guess that's part of the grow up growing before you, you know, before could you, you harvest, um, like, could you quick, quickly dry it and then do the cure like in the way that you would do the cure? Because the, one of the things about doing the cure, you guys, is that you cannot put this plant into the vessel that you're going to use to cure. You can't put it in there if it's, if it's got it's moisture, still got moisture, because you will get mold. It will, it will destroy your whole, like, this is where people, people could be so successful in their cultivation. And then this is where they fuck it up. And so, um, they, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about letting a machine. They're saying, my the, they're saying the terpene profile is better. The traditional code. Show me, are, like, show me. So I guess we're going to have to go on a hunt and see who, uh, see who might have be doing this. So, uh, they're saying that, and, and they they list the three uh, companies that have been referenced in this story that are be doing like, can this. Can you send me more information about this technology? Like, just be like, you're interested. Um, I'm, I'm sure we could go to their websites and uh, you can too through the link. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that that's that's interesting. I, I would like to see... Some you guys, um, you guys ever seen iRobot, right? <laughs> I really, uh, I really think that we, you know, the guy that invented, uh, the Google AI, uh, he like is quitting. He's he like out, yeah. he's out. And that says something. Okay. All I'm saying is, 
I don't know. Don't get locked in your house by a robot is what I'm saying. You know, it's just like somebody was saying the other day, like I, it makes me nervous. It makes me nervous. Uh, somebody was saying the other day about self-driving uh, cars, about self-driving cars that mm -hmm. if you have too many tickets or whatever, they'll just drive you to the police station. So well, what the fuck? So so it's like so now they they have control over like administrative like even mm -hmm. it's so crazy. I didn't even think about that level, but that's totally that totally is what it could turn into. Yep. Listen, it's a great movie and it's a great reminder that the robots will take over. Okay, they are smarter than us. It's absolutely that's absolutely true. Already proven they're smarter than okay. Us. That's absolutely <laughs> true. There's no we can't argue that, and that we're relying them on uh, on them to make us look smart by presenting. Uh, yeah, like that's a <laughs> it does not make <laughs> you like, look smarter to have a calculator in your pocket. You're not gonna have a calculator in your pocket all the time. You need to do that in your head. That's what they used to tell us in school. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. guess what? Mm -hmm. I have a calculator in my pocket all the time. Mm -hmm. I used it the other day because somebody was like, "How much?" and I was like, "Hold on, mm -hmm. I need to do this simple math." It's just simple, simple math. Um, yeah, no, robots are going to take over. I hope I'm dead by then. I don't know. Yeah, good luck to y'all. I hope um, I come back as a robot. I don't know. Like, I don't know what to say. I'm not. Oh, sorry. It's true. Um, I say it all the time. I reference, I reference that movie all the time. I reference that movie all the time because I'm like, okay, so. I don't know if I've told this story on the show before, but, uh, one time, so one time I was, when I was, I was working in this cultivation center and, uh, we had a meeting every week and I was like, whatever, like, give me, get me out of here. Mm -hmm. Like we had to stop everything we were doing to go to a meeting every week. Okay. Let me, first of all, let me break that down for you. Okay. Stop what you're doing. Put like, you don't want, like, as a, especially for who we were working for, <laughs> very meticulous individual. So I didn't ever want to leave a mess. I never left a mess. I would be pissed if somebody left a mess in my station. So stop what I'm doing, clean up, like clean up or, or like gather my mess or like put it into some semblance of order, not making it look haphazard. Go into the meeting. Meeting is 15, 20, 30 minutes. You guess your guess, my guess. I don't know that long. How long does it take for everybody to get in there? We have to wait for everybody. Okay. So, so then there's 30 minutes. So then what do we do after the meeting? Oh, we take our morning break. So there's another 15 minutes. There's another 15 minutes. There's been now an hour. There's now an hour of time that we can account for that nobody's working. Because we have to have a meeting every week to tell me the same shit. You told me last week or something, you could send me an email. Anyways, in this one particular meeting, mm -hmm. this man looked us in our face and said, and held up like an article that he had been reading and said that we could all be replaced by machines. And I was like, whoa, the morale boost, the absolute, <laughs> I want to work here. This sounds like a good day. This sounds like fun. What did you mean? What are you going to hold up a paper and be like, you can all be replaced by machines? You know what? Fuck off. It, you know, replace me, bitch. Replace me by machine. Yeah. Mm -mm. Anyway. 
Um, this is an interesting headline. And uh, when we talk numbers and when you see numbers about new states and they're like billions of dollars and millions of dollars, <laughs> uh, um, Colorado cannabis industry continues to face uncertainty. So this is by Nicole Potter. Um, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Other states <laughs> around us are legalizing and we didn't have a plan for that. Uh-oh. We didn't have any idea that that was going to happen. Uh-oh. What do you think about that? No, no. And no, we just let Stupid. everyone. And uh, okay. So <laughs> oversupply, lack of demand, competition, competition with neighboring legal states and black market sales. Puts... Underground market sales. You guys. Oh, sorry. I have to. Um, but yes. Uh, puts <laughs> not you them <laughs> yeah Colorado <laughs> cannabis businesses in a bind a uh, recent court report from the Denver Post analyzes the fallout of the post-pandemic cannabis industry in Colorado well once the state reached a peak of 226 million in combined recreational and medical cannabis sales current sales have decreased and small business struggle to stay afloat uh, the market's really bad uh, businesses are closing left and right um, this is by a cannabis salesperson, uh, Val, Val Tanazi, uh, and she is talking to the Denver Post. So in February, Colorado's medical cannabis sales decreased to 15 million, the lowest collection since retail sales began in 2014. March brought a slight increase, uh, bringing it to 17 million, but was 5 million less than March 2022. Texas coming in with some new vocabularies. Non-regulated market. Yes. I like it. Um, March recreational sale, uh, recreational sales were recorded at 122 million this year, but it's a 17 million decrease from last year's numbers. Jesus Christ. Um, you guys imagine if you lost 17 million dollars. Right. Jesus. And, and, and we're talking at one, the, the, the amount of taxes and fees and the blah, blah, blahs that they have put on Where's the money going, y'all? Because not it's... in the potholes. Because what? And so because uh, what? Not supporting the dispensaries and the dispensary owners, uh, so that they can provide. And and so yeah, here we are. Um, the don't, programs, don't, programs. Don't don't that... ask the people that have been you know started and ran uh, the businesses and and had a flourishing industry before you let MSOs and randos just you know money 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 you know I uh, didn't protect our medical which could have continued to be a a booming and but no the tax money well now you don't have any tax money zero zero is still zero yep um congratulations <laughs> that's math. <laughs> <laughs> the math that I understand. I, I signed your car, Jared Paulus, back in 2019. So I just want you to know that. I think it's 2019. Maybe it's before that. I don't know. Anyways. So it's talking. It just goes, uh, continues to mention ripples of oversupply of cannabis products, lack of demand, um, pricing, dropping to record lows, and lack of yeah. cannabis tourism. What, this one? This paragraph, Yeah. Banks, a cannabis co job company, recently released in its 2023 Banks Jobs Report. The report states that there was a 2% drop in cannabis jobs, and Colorado was ranked as the second highest state for cannabis job losses. It was also ranked number six on a list of top cannabis jobs with less positions than states like California, Michigan, Illinois, Florida, and Massachusetts. That's crazy. Michigan and Illinois and Florida and Massachusetts are on that list because... They are brand new markets. 
Yeah. Those are in brand new markets. I mean, Michigan's not brand, brand new, but they've not been like, it's, it's a relatively new market. So it's crazy to me that they're not hiring in those States. Ugh, okay. Um, it isn't just small business, small cannabis businesses falling under hard times. Bigger companies like Curaleaf are uh, also pivoting as well. Um, Curaleaf closed down its offices in Colorado, California, and Oregon as part of its continued effort to streamline its business. You know, that's what you get for being greedy. Mm -hmm. And you, and you've, and you've harmed small businesses. Oh, and they're, too. they're blaming it on the non-regulated market. Nah. According to the, their CEO. Nah, fuck off, dude. Um, the thriving, uh, well, no, because they're doing it better than you. I mean, uh, you're mad because the people that have been growing for 20 plus years do it better than you. That got Get kicked out of the out market. Of Get the fuck that, that you, got that you refused to hire. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here with that shit. Um, you know, if you'd hired them, if you hired them or made it, uh, made it worth their while to work for you or made it uh, state government, um, made it okay to hire them, uh, then we wouldn't even be having this fucking conversation. I don't feel like because you would have the best cultivators lining up. You would have choices and you could pay them because they would actually grow you good cannabis. That's the thing is it that we already have Walmart weed and that's what everybody is growing. It's kind of Jay was kind of talking about it on the show the other day that just kind of like everybody's just kind of like mass producing all of this stuff. And it's it's all the same. It's a lot of it is the same. Yeah. And, and you don't get that with your homegrown cultivators, your cultivators that have been tending to this plant for 20 plus years, your cultivators who have been reading up on the science and understanding the science and the systems that have to be used for a larger scale cultivation. But so while still understanding what the plants needs are like, you know, one of the other things that he was saying the other day and it's something that um, I talk about from time to time, too. Uh, is how like certain plants are going to be easier to grow in certain environments than others because, mm -hmm. um, you know, they're not all the same. But but what's happening is we're putting them all in the same environment and then like getting what we get from every plant and every plant that's in that environment is not built for that environment. So you're not going to get the best quality of of what of what you could have gotten because it needs it needs different things. Right. And, uh, you know, our, our legacy growers and our craft growers, they know the life cycle of the plant and they know that the real true timing of it and uh, to, and, and they know the, what to look for. The peapod like, farmers don't, uh, but yet they're going to say, okay, well, we know that it generally takes this for, because we read something on, on the Google or yeah, the YouTube no. and, um, it's the difference between book smarts and actually having your hands on, on right. the plant. Because they don't know. They're, they're just going with what they read and thinking that they can apply their methods to, to our plant. Yeah. And, you know, reading is important. That's important to, you know, get a basis for what you're doing. But um, you, guys, you guys watch Harry Potter. You guys watch, I think it was like the fifth one where he, um, he had like a, a spell book. But then the, the recipes in the spell book had been like scratched out and changed. The basis for, for how to do this is going to get you to a certain point. But actually knowing the plant, knowing the science, knowing the procedures, knowing um, the 
the changes that happen, you know, just like just studying the plant, just knowing what to look for, uh, not, you know, not just using a calendar to time your plant harvest, but also going, Hey, what does the plant look like on the inside so that we know that it actually is ready for harvest? Like it should be ready for harvest right around this time, but uh, might need a few more days, might uh, need it like whatever. Right. Right. And, and, and your, your craft, your craft growers, your legacy growers, they know this stuff backwards and forwards. They know this stuff. They, you know, so um, they know the recipes, they know, they know how to get quality out of their methods. And, I think it's, I think it's so crazy. These MSOs don't hire these guys. The The laws make it difficult to hire some of these guys because they have risked their lives for this plant. And then, and then, uh, you know, when they do hire these guys, they go do it my way. Well, excuse me, sir, ma'am, uh, <laughs> usually sir. You hired me because I'm the best at what I do. If I do it your way, that's not the best. The best is what I do in my way. And that's why you hired me, right? But no, they want, they don't want us. They they don't want our expertise. They don't want our know-how. They don't want our years of knowledge, our years of studying, our years of having these conversations within our own communities so that we understand it better and get new techniques. And like, they don't want any of that. They want cookie cutter cannabis and they want yes men. And that's not who we are. Because let me tell you something, the, the cats have been growing for 20 plus years are Gen X and older, older millennials and older. That's who we, that, you know, that's mm -hmm. who we are. Yeah. And we don't give a fuck. Like we, we go in and we just, you know, like we, we aren't here to be yes men, right? You know, leaders, leaders so, in the industry. So like, <laughs> and when we do go in and we become yes men to these people, and then we fail at what they've asked us to do because we're not doing it our way. We prove to ourselves again and again that our way is the right way, that we don't want to be yes men. We want to do the thing that we know how to do. And what we know how to do is tend to this plant, is is understand this plant, is re realize the science and and know how to recommend and know how to talk about this plant medicinally. And that's and and people who are like us are being pushed out. And what I say, and and I I'm sure I mean I know this is the hardest thing to say, but what I say is then we gotta just we got to do it ourselves. Yeah, we got to, uh, I was, I was telling, I got on a soapbox the other day. I was telling a patient that uh, if we want things to change, we are going to have to start speaking up. The way that medical cannabis happened in Colorado is that patients, uh, you know, got together, talked about what they wanted and, 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 uh, and really, you know, um, yeah, it's supposed to be healing the, this is supposed to be healing the, the, the world, the world, uh, the world, um, like, all of us, um, it, it's, it's, and it, and it can, it has the potential too, if, uh, greedy mother would get their hands off of it. Also, you know, if we don't get this right, we don't get the others right. We don't get mm -hmm. the psilocybin industry, psilocybin, right? We don't get it right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we have to get this right. We have to figure out and we have to do it ourselves. And I, that sounds so expensive because it is it's so expensive. Um, 
we like we're trying to find our our niche in an industry that we love that we have dedicated our lives to um and and so we're we're slinging drinks we got these cbd these clean cbd drinks right (laughs) but at the end of the day i'm gonna tell you guys at the end of the day if i had the investment money if i had somebody backing me if i had a silver spoon when i was born in my mouth if i was like my 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 family name is is coker um from this from south carolina north and south carolina not Coker from Coker College, though, those motherfuckers are rich. I wasn't born into those people. I was born into woods people. We lived in woods. Okay. So we, we fought for everything we got. So, so what I'm saying is that, you know, if we want to do it right, we got to figure out how to do it right together. And if somebody, if somebody was out there that would invest in me, if I was born with that silver spoon, what I would do uh, for the industry and for myself is I would, I would do it right. I would, uh, I would uh, get a, get a license for a facility. I would want to get a license in a place that has both adult use and medical use so that I could have both of those things happening. Um, I would hire my own cultivation of these gromies that I've known for years. And I know that they got quality work. I know that those plants would be of the utmost like importance to them, but of the utmost quality. quality and like, I mean, people that I've never, I've never gotten anything bunk from them ever. Like you could smell that shit before the jar opens. You could smell that shit before they walk in the door and our own production facility, all of it, you know? And so, and, and yeah, and then our own production facility and I would hire people that I could trust to do it, to, to go in and do the job. Cause I know that they know how to do the job. I know that they've done the job and I know that they've been pushed out of the industry. And that's what I would do in, if, if, if dreams came true, right. I love doing what we do. I love it. Some days I hate it. I'm not gonna lie, but I do love it. I do have a good time. I do have, we have a quality product. Um, shout out to our manufacturing pro- uh, partner, Mighty Kind Co. Um, we have a very quality products, very clean. And I love that we can offer this um, very clean um, cannabinoid resource. Okay. But if I had my way, I would run it. I would run dispensaries. I would run dispensaries and I would talk to people every single day about how to use this as medicine, mm-hmm. as, as a relaxation, as a part of their daily routine um, for wellness. And that's, what's going to bring this into you. Know, and that's what it should be bringing our industry back. You know, the last little statement here, uh, you know, is, is really, you know, kind oh, of, and I would pay my employees. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, and ma- again, make it about community really bi- grow, help everyone grow together. Yes. Right. Um, so this is a last statement. So, and I'm like, we should get this person on our, on the show. Yes. Uh, marijuana industry group executive director Truman Bradley likens Colorado's current situation to the ghost of Christmas future. The excitement that drove sales for Colorado as the first state to legalize recreational cannabis has since slowed. Bradley stated the only way Colorado can survive now is for the industry to get leaner in terms of competition being thinned out. 
now's our time. Can we all, can we get an investment? Can we get Can we get a plan together? You know, maybe it's starting a little commune. <laughs> They're like, you have not um, got your foot in the door in 12 years. <laughs> not in Colorado. It's not going to be in Colorado. If uh, I, if I get an opportunity to ever do this, it would not be in Colorado because Colorado is like yeah, they're So he also calls on state legislators to reevaluate legalization. It's critical that lawmakers understand that decade number two of legalization needs to look fundamentally different from decade number one. Let me say, let me say this <clears throat> about the medical. They're saying like medical sales are down exponentially, right? How much was it? It was like a lot. It was like $15 million. $15 million. That's in Denver. In Denver, there are hardly any medical spaces. There's hardly, there's nothing there's around. There's one in each mountain town, uh, one to two facilities in each mountain town um, that I've, I'm in. So yeah. one in, in county, I guess, is like in so, counties. So like, so like, of course, there's no medical sales. There's no mm -hmm. medical facilities to have sales mm -hmm. in. You've limited production. You've, you've regulated the shit out of... Uh, out of their out of their testing, out of their um, you know how things are packaged. Um, we're you know we're how are you supposed to just just keep dumping money into an industry that doesn't give back to you? The taxes that you put in don't go into a fund to continue to educate people, um, uh, uh, patients, or promote it as an option uh, or alternative to health. Yeah, so it's. No, no, nope, nope. we're just you're going to suck the plant dry and then be like, oh, no, it's it's gone. It's, dead. you know, we got to we have to get back to like we like we really got to get back to caring about the plant and having like a quality product. Yeah. Like a real like a real medicinally effective and quality product to offer to the people. Um it's it's so it's so important. It's the relationship we have with the plant is so very important. It does absolutely affect the quality of what you're growing. Because when I was taught, you know, I'm talking about these gromies that I know. I, you know, they they have all these techniques and they've got their temperature set and they have, you know, they have everything. They have the humidity set. They have everything set up perfectly, right? alerts alarms they know their formulas for nutrients they have their um you know their nutrient calendars lined up for when they water when they add nutrients when they blah 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 blah, blah right they have all of this when do they when do they do their pest control what type of pest control do they use they have all of these technicalities right of all of that but it's their relationship with their plants that makes all of that work like you could do like you could cook this meal right but it's the it's the way that a person puts their heart into making a meal that makes the meal better right it's the it's the way that the person who made the meal and it was okay followed the recipe to a T and the person who made the meal that was out of this world, never has anything hit your taste buds like that ever before in your life uh, where they altered the recipe because they saw a need for it because they're in tune with what is needed. They're in tune with that. 
right? And same goes for plants. They're in tune with what their plant needs so that they can readily alter the things that they know. And that's why they get a superior product. Not because they did this process. I mean, yes, I mean, they have a process. Yes, because of that. But because they know their plants so well and can read them so well, they know what their plants need and they can alter the process for the individual plant rather than just cookie cutter, cookie cutter, mediocre product. Right? So I don't know. This conversation has been scary to me today because I don't want to see machines take over. And I don't, I don't know. You have to show me the numbers. Honestly, I would have to see the science for you to tell me that a machine cure is going to be better than than nature. a na natural just cure like over time because some things just take time. time some some things just take time and patience and so does it uh continue to you know naturally you know i guess as it continue to do what it's thing after it's been and you know because it says it does they they doesn't maintains things so it'd be interesting but also I, I i agree i'm like i don't know i think that but all I think that the solution, it's a solution for the lazy grower, the people that don't pay attention to what's going on in their grow, their cure, or don't have time to streamline it. You know, yeah, they're, they're looking for a, and here we're talking about in Colorado, now we have an overage of products. Yeah. I mean, and because, you know what? We don't have a plan for uh, national legalization either. We don't have a plan for export, import, export. We don't have a plan for that. Interstate commerce, nothing, nothing. And, and if they, uh, may, maybe some, maybe, maybe somebody's some, having that conversation, maybe. but I don't see, I've not seen anything about those discussions. Mm -hmm. Um. Um, do we want to hit into some yeah, would you rather? Yeah, let's do some would you rather. Um, this show is brought to you by CQLC. CQLC is a cannabis education and consulting company. 970-426-5985 is where you can reach us. We do hands-on training. We are uh, certified to do responsible vendor training in the state of Colorado. Be happy to assist you with SOPs or any other type of administrative uh, work that you uh, have questions about. And yeah would would love to get your business this show is also brought to you by queen kitty seltzer queen kitty seltzer pop this kitty put it in your mouth we have four flavors now we have uh we have nearly naked we have lemon kiss we have a uh, bubble gum burst right over here uh and then we have the new flavor and you can go onto our instagram and guess that new flavor uh you don't have to guess it right but it will put you into the running to win a four pack of all four flavors. So you will love it. What was happening over here? Um, so yeah, pop this kitty, put it in your mouth. You'll love it. It's very refreshing. It's water that tastes like water. There's no yak in the back. It's my favorite part. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Oh, and by us. So follow us at solo.to slash canvas closet 420 is where you can find all of our links uh, and you can reach out to us if you have questions, if you have guest recommendations, um, you can hang out with us on our discord. You can listen to us later on Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, or wherever you listen to audio podcasts. Uh, and then the video will be up on YouTube soon, uh, afterwards it'll process and it'll be up there and it will also be up on Facebook live. So check us out, check us out. 
solo.to slash cannabis closet 420. You can also find all of the links for Queen Kitty Seltzer in there too. Uh, is there anything? Oh, we, we want to remind you that we were having a, a waffle about it. So it's $25 per entry. You can enter by using our Venmo at Queen Kitty Seltzer. Uh, put in $25 and say Dab Reaper XL or Dab Atoke XL in the, or no, say, say waffle. Don't say anything about this. I forgot what we're doing. Sorry. Say waffle and, uh, and let's say waffle reaper, waffle toke. Mm -hmm. Let's say waffle reaper, reaper or waffle toke. So whichever one you want to enter for. So $25 gets you into one of those two entries, uh, right there. Sorry about the confusion. Go on to our website, uh, our Instagram, guess the flavor. Of course. Of course. Don't forget to masturbate this month. The month's almost over. You can masturbate next month too, but it's you just, can, it's you know, an all year long. Year it long is just this celebration is your, this of is yourself. Your, yeah. Monthly reminder of, yeah. Are these, are you're just putting the, I love it. Okay, good. I didn't have to do anything for this show today. And I super <laughs> appreciate that. Um, so. Would you um, I have two up here and we can start those. Yeah, so let's can, start the, let's start. Okay. Um, so would you rather. The second one. The second one. Yeah. Would you rather be a clown who distracts the bull or the cowboy who rides the bull? Clown who distracts or cowboy who rides and has to stay on there for what is it? Eight seconds. Eight seconds. Eight seconds. Y'all already know my answer. Look at my face. <laughs> You're gonna be riding that shit, aren't you? Never will I ever be a clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I think I, I would also be a. Rider, and I, I, I like rider riding cowboys. I mean, um, yeah, that's not. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. See Ride. <laughs> Uh, yes, I agree. I would rather be the uh, rider than um, the. I want to see what your third one was going to be. Oh, I hadn't gotten to it yet, really. That's the same um, thing. Um, <laughs> I know, right? Um, oh my god, that first of all, ew, uh, that it, sounds dangerous. What about this one? Look at this. That one. Kelly said clown. I would be in the barrel. <laughs> Somebody posted, it was Christina Thompson. She posted the other day, one of those Facebook things where you like tag people in it. Mm -hmm. And it said, uh, it said that she tagged me and it said falls off the donkey. And I was like, let me tell you why I wouldn't fall off a donkey because you're not going to catch my ass on the donkey. And then she made some other comment and I go, oh, I didn't know you meant jackass. What's he look like? <laughs> I might fall off of him. Uh, Could happen. Okay. Would you rather, mm -mm. would you rather. I can't. Drink water from a vase that has two week old flowers in it. Or you haven't changed it. It's two week old it's flowers. Two week old flowers from start to begin and to start to end. Um, or or eat. No. Mm -hmm. Get a choice. Eat or drink. Or would you rather eat a giant three foot spider web? 
<clears throat> is it like cotton candy? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather drink water from a vase that has two week old flowers or eat a giant three foot spider? How much water and can I use a straw? <laughs> <laughs> I love would you rather. <laughs> oh, <laughs> little Bobby's drink, 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 shot, shot, shot. <laughs> oh, um, Hydrate everybody. Mm. I'm not. Okay. Listen. There could still be spiders in the spider web. It doesn't say the spider. Just uh, I don't care. <laughs> like, I can't. I cannot. I can't even. I, I can't a spider web. You could like wind it up like a uh, cotton candy or or <laughs> or spaghetti or smash it together. You know, condenses down. Versus at least, it's going to be at least an eight ounce thing of water. Oh, my God. You girls stink. Someone stinks. Y'all stink. My gag reflex is strong, too. So. Oh, the whining has begun. I. <laughs> that was me. That was you. I was like, <laughs> She's starving, you guys. We have starved her. I, 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 three foot. Mm. Could you just? And swallow it. Yeah, versus having the, the aftertaste of base water. And it's all slimy. See, I'm gonna go with spiderweb. I guess. <laughs> I I guess. All right, hero question. Hero question. Would you rather end world hunger or stop crime all over? Mm, that sounds boring. Um, nah, people should be able to eat. There's no reason in this world that we live in. There's no reason why there should be anybody sleeping on the streets or going hung hungry. There's like zero, there's zero reason for zero that. Zero reason. In any country. Anywhere. It's ridiculous. It's like, are you a human being? I, I feel like that one was an easy one for me because crime is crime. You know, like what, what crime, like shoplifting. You know why shoplifting exists in most cases? Because mm -hmm. people are fucking hungry. Mm -hmm. That's like not even a real crime. Beat them. But like uh, murder, I, I don't know, is a murder that kind of crime? I mean, I says all crime. Big crime, all crime. So this is all crime. Big crime, little crime. This is I would want to end crime, of, of course, but a lot of, a lot of, not you know violent crime violent crime happens Does it also but... mean uh uh white uh white collar crime <laughs> like yeah. does that stop too yeah, like, yeah, yeah. all crime all i crime. guess we're just we're but just honestly i just i just give resources to people and 
less will create like commit crimes yep. you know what i'm saying and then mm -hmm. we just wrangle up the deviants fucking send them to an island to fight themselves to include screed and ego right <laughs> just duke it out duke it uh, out all right that that's our that's our would you rathers yeah, my arms for... are huge <laughs> y'all y'all i'm gonna start admiring my arms again it gets really getting it uh, gets really it gets really pictures. fucking <laughs> it gets really fucking vain and ridiculous just tell me to stop and just stop looking at your arms what? when i was working at that cultivation <laughs> center there was a guy there and he was like really angry all the time I probably told this story too but um he was really angry all the time and um, so I just made it my mission in life to have bigger arms than him. So like when I came into the grow, I came in like ready to fucking <laughs> lift shit, push shit, pull shit. Like I was ready to work out. I was getting my fucking workout on while I was working. I was banging. You guys. What? Back. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Oh, right. listen, listen, that's disgusting. Which one? Would you rather, oh, we're going to do one more. Would you rather eat a stranger's toenail clippings once a week or have everything smell like rotten eggs? No, I'd rather die. You don't have to decide now. I don't have another one rolled up. And these are pretty much out. Because we're done. Because, you know, it's happened. Life happened. We're, King Palms are, are low- they're low as in i have one left um <laughs> if you would like to get some king palms kingpalm.com you can get 15 percent off using the code kp queen 2023 i'll make some money you'll save some money it'll be great uh so yeah <laughs> i know that was really gross it, oprah did an experiment one time on her show where she like for a week like piped in like chocolate chip cookie smell and like good smells and everybody was like all pleasant hey how you doing and like yeah, blah, blah, blah. and then like the following week she pumped in bad smells like garbage and like sewer and shit and people were like what the fuck like <laughs> like they were mad at each other fight started quicker it was crazy Sensory. Sensory. Mm -hmm. Overload. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys have a great day and a great weekend. Don't forget we have an event on June 15th. Uh, it the, the location is to be announced. It's 21 and up event. And uh, we are going to be there with other small business vendors as well uh, for this event. And you should come prepared to spend money there. Uh, the tickets are av available on our event, bright solo.to slash queen kitty seltzer is where you can find that link. Uh, they range from $5 for general admission, $25 for VIP VIP gets a little VIP bag. So, um, it's going to be great. Uh, yeah, come join us, try our new flavor, figure out what it is. Uh, you're going to love it. Cause every time I, I have like one of them sitting here and every time I look over at it, it just makes me so happy. Like this, it was a lot of, I feel like it was a blood, sweat and tears. I mean, not yeah. that the first run wasn't also, but, um, now to have everything labeled with our new label, um, knowing that we're gonna, I wish we would have forethought and, and, uh, you know, but of course these, those labels have been sitting for months yeah. ready for our, our, our production. So, right. um, but yeah, we're already, uh, talking and thinking about our next, our next run of product and what, what we're going to do. Um, the first. The first. June, June 15th. 
are going to reveal that new flavor. Uh, so definitely join us if you can, if you want to sponsor us, we got sponsor slots available. We got brand ambassador slots available and we also have tabling spots available. So give us a, a holler. And Do we, we want to give a shout out to our uh, yes. uh, current vendors? Shout out our, our current vendors. Um, so we've got uh, ounce melts on the, uh, on the list. They're going to. She's got like terpene uh, wax, wax melts. melts yeah. yeah. And I want to say, does she use, um, maybe she uses uh she uses terpenes and like the soy the soy wax maybe that you can like use on your skin okay so like a yeah i'm not i'm not absolutely positive about that i, I will come join us and yeah, find out um sure. and we're, we're gonna find out we're gonna be uh linking their uh you know in, in their social medias and so you can check out their companies and then um yeah We've also got um, B dot artsy. So crazy so what cool. she can do. If you guys are familiar with uh, Mandala dot art, um, I, I do follow some some some. It's amazing to me, people. like the the amount of patience and concentration that that takes. Like for real, the patience. I would be like three dots in. Like we're not doing this. And and, and it's a whole measuring thing like, and yeah. geometry thing and geoma and and so I'm like I bet I could if I if I if I that would be a, a hobby or craft that I would want to learn master and then uh, forget um, learn master and then never <laughs> and do, then not again. do it again because um, uh, that as is my mo. Um, we've got Sensi, um, Christine, she's, uh, going to be coming in as an independent consultant and, uh, she's going to bring a whole slew of, uh, good smell and things yeah. and, and the implements too. Yeah. They the, have some really cool burnt like candle yeah. melts. Yeah. They got really cool, uh, like, uh, wax melters. She's totally chasing her tail right now. She's having herself a grand old time. She's like, Hey, look at me. Don't forget I'm over here. She's on um, the new can. We have uh, the Sesh Connection uh, representing. Listen, um, this woman is absolutely amazing. And I can't say enough to thank her for the effort that she puts in to help us, uh, to help us get seen to, she talks about us when we're not in the room. Um, we've made a lot of connections through Tracy. Um, she puts on really great events. And if you see a Sesh Connect, uh, Sesh Connection event, in uh denver i would definitely check it out check because it out. she's gonna have some great vendors there mm -hmm. um she's gonna yeah she's gonna always have some like giveaway little something that she gives everybody and like she made those weed bags herself i know i know and and she really does cultivate that community and really wants to um uh uh I don't know. I think she wants, she, to, she wants like, to level up. And, yeah, and, she definitely wants and, to level up, but she also wants to build. She wants to like build with people. She doesn't want to like yeah, bring yeah. our community up together. All she and if you're a vendor, she doesn't overcharge for vendor. Like we, like our prices are comparable for this event are comparable to what she charges because we like really um, have uh, just used her guidance and and followed her lead. Um, and so, yeah, she's going to be there and she's going to have all kinds of cool stuff with her too. Um, I believe, uh, high league art is going to be there again. I'm still nailing down, but I'm, I've got to email a bunch of people. So forgive me for that. Um, and, uh, Elijah tribe is going to be there with live music. We got Dupree good eats is going to be there making, uh, amazing food. And he told me that he's bringing collard greens. Collard greens are I'm not list. promising you that he's bringing them for you. No. Okay. I asked him, we've asked him for our own tray. 
And if he brings extra for you, then it's You'll amazing. be blessed. You'll be great. Uh, You'll be so happy. <laughs> they put a smile on your face. And um, I feel like we're missing someone. I know the one that I, you know, no. Uh, is Kayla coming? Yes. Uh, my, one of my wonderful friends, um, she's going to be bringing her art. She does uh, ink and uh, you know, paper media. She does uh, animals and great black and white art. Like, um, uh, and then she also does some watercolors. So she's going to bring a few things and then she'll be doing live art there uh, in the little, uh, in the little vintage nook. So, okay. In the undisclosed location. Um, <laughs> I think we're, we're trying to line up a, a dread girl too. So she might come in and do some. Oh yeah. Some, uh, the individual. So, uh, you know, individuals. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know her technique, but we'll, we're, we're, we're maybe, maybe we're still um, working on that, but she might be there. So we're, we're working, working that out. Uh, and I think right now that's it, but we're working on getting more vendors. And so definitely get your tickets. It's going to be a blast. And uh, we'll see you next Wednesday. Yeah. 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 Oh, we do have uh, whatever the first Wednesday in June. I think it's the fourth or the seventh. I don't know. Uh, we do have um, a glass artist joining Ooh. us. Um, Intrigue and Entropy uh, on on on. The on the socials um she i've been following her i think since probably the, the pandemic um and uh and she does blown glass everything from pendants uh to memorial pieces she does the ashes and uh, the uh, uh, cremation uh art and then she also does uh you know pipe straws um, containers. Uh, she does themes. Um, she has a, a, a vagina series. She has an Alice in Wonderland series. She has a black cat series. Um, she does uh, other, she does also have other, uh, you know, things on her site. So um, she, uh, she's going to join us on June 4th or 7th, whatever day that is. On the it's calendar. probably the 4th. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, so join us there June 7th. Oh, it is a seven. Yeah, I was like, it's a weekend, weird weekend. Oh, um, okay. So June seventh, oh, are we having a show? Is next weekend uh, Memorial Day? Uh, this weekend is Memorial Weekend. Mem okay, and the next weekend is the thirty first. Okay, the 31st. we're good. We're coming back on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. We'll be here. We'll be here to talk about some shenanigans. We don't know what yet. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys, uh, be nice to yourself. Put your mask on before assisting others. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Trust me on that one. Yep. Yep. Uh, cultivate love, bring it to you. You Serve deserve it. it. And, uh, and if you need it, if you need it, we'll send you some, we can send some energy, love and, uh, to you. And, uh, stay lifted, stay lifted, stay gifted, gifted. Love you guys. Grateful. Thank you. Uh, we're not going to be on discord today cause I got to run out of here, but, uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. 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 Mm -hmm.